Sometimes I wonder, how is everyone actually doing right now? As I record this at the beginning of April 2021, it feels like no one is talking about the fact that life is still freaking weird. I mean, for most of the world, we still can't travel or cross borders easily. Many of us are still unable to see family and friends, especially those that are older or immune compromised. Masks are the new normal, and so is being more alone, isolated, and lonely. Here in Canada, a lot of businesses have been shut down again, rules are changing, and even more distancing is a reality again. Navigating childcare and school situations is still tough. And overall, the rules, the science, the timelines, the guidelines, they keep evolving. And I feel like for me, maybe for you too, it's hard to know what's even real anymore. Well, let's be real about this. What is real is we took a two-week sprint last year to flatten the curve, and now it's become a 13-month ultra marathon, and we still don't even know how far there's left to go or for how long we're supposed to be running, biking, walking, swimming, all while at the same time working from home, probably with kids, asking for snacks. And yet, it can feel like, even though the whole world is going through this, it feels like we're the only ones feeling like, what the heck is going on here? If you are wondering how other women are making it work in these wild and crazy times, this episode is for you. If you want to know how others are really doing, what is helping, and what they've learned to navigate through life right now, you're in for a treat. Today, I am honored to be joined by three members of our Golden Girls community, Dunya, Meredith, and Megan, sharing their open and honest journeys from the last year. You're going to hear from real-life women. Women that are entrepreneurs, mothers, dreamers, rebels, and everything in between. Because that's what we are as women. We're a magical blend of so much. It's time to normalize this conversation. These conversations about struggle, the human experience, thriving, achievement, success, striving, expectations, worthiness, and loving ourselves. And this is what this episode is all about. In our community, we stand up for each other. We show up honestly, openly, and we make incredible things happen despite the challenges. If you're listening to this right now, like, yes, let's go. Let's stand up for each other. And also, please tell me I'm not the only one thinking this is hard. Keep listening. In this episode, you're going to hear powerful stories from Dunya, Meredith, and Megan as they share what are the biggest challenges they faced in the last year and how they overcame them, what mindset shifts they recently made that made their life easier and more joyful, how focusing on one goal helped them, and of course, they're going to share what goal they focused on and what they achieved. Believe me when I say some of these answers will definitely surprise you. These brave women also share how having a community surrounding them has helped and how life is better because of community. Buckle up, my friend. Get ready to be inspired, to feel connected, and to know that you're not alone. Get ready to hear about the magic these women are creating, the magic these women are, even through the mess, and know that you too are magic. Welcome to the Golden Girls Podcast, where we believe you can have it all. I'm your host, Lisa Michaud, and I'm spilling tangible tips, goal-getting strategies, and real-life stories to inspire you to tackle your biggest dreams. You're a woman who knows you're made for more. Get ready to leave the excuses and self-doubt behind by being vulnerable, sharing your truth, and having honest conversations so you can succeed on your terms. Together, we'll set goals you'll actually achieve by staying motivated, having fun, and building a community of women empowering women. It's time to tap into your best self, get confident, and truly have it all. Golden Girl, let's dive in. 
Welcome to this episode of Golden Girls Podcast. This is a very special one. If you don't already know, I'm a speaker and coach, and two of my favorite parts of my business and the work I get to do is I run two different offerings, or you might know them as called programs. Side note here, I am starting to move away from the word program because I feel like so much of what we do and so much of what our groups are all about is actually deprogramming a lot of what we learned growing up and in society. But that is a story and a rant for another day. So alas, two of the offerings we have are Golden Girls Community and Golden Girls Mastermind. And I'm not going to go into a sales pitch here, but what I do want to say is this. They are both based on the idea that we are better together. So often, what I see is women thinking they're alone, thinking everyone else has it all together and you're the only one who struggles, the only one who fights with your partner, the only one who has laundry piled up everywhere, whose business isn't profitable yet, whose family isn't supportive of your dream, who feels like everyone else is doing and they've missed the boat or they're so far behind, or who feels anxiety, self-doubt, loneliness, or any combination. And what I've learned in over almost five years now of doing this work, is that we're never alone. One of the central tenets of everything I do and my passion is to create connections among women, to be able to empower, so women can empower themselves to overcome these limiting beliefs, to get accountability and support and love every step of the way. Now, usually the magic that happens in our community and mastermind is kind of like Vegas. What happens there ends up on Instagram. Just kidding. Some of you may not know this, but before social media, there was a saying, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. And the shocking part is that it would. I know, I'm old, and those are the good old days. But today, this changes. And what happens in our community mastermind is not just staying there. We're actually peeling back the curtain on some of the amazing stories and humans I have the pleasure of knowing. And you too will get to hear their stories, to feel inspired, and hear how real women are making it work even in this wild, weird, crazy time that we're in. Today, I have the honor and privilege of introducing you to a few of the incredible women in our Golden Girls community, Dunya Tozi, Meredith Garrison, and Megan O'Dowd. I asked them to share their wisdom from the last year that has undoubtedly challenged and stressed them on so many levels, and share they did. In this episode, you're going to hear them share what the biggest challenge they faced in the last year and how they overcame it, They're going to share mindset shifts that they've made that help make their life easier and more joyful. Again, you can listen to this and know that you can do the same in your life. You're going to hear them share how focusing on one goal made things a whole lot easier. You're going to hear what they focused on. And believe me, a lot of these will surprise you. They're not the kinds of goals that you may expect from a podcast called Golden Girls Podcast. (laughs) They also share how having a community surrounding them has helped and how life is better because of community. And... When I say, you know, I'm going to share a little bit about our community at the end here, but this isn't about necessarily joining. Just by listening here today, just by being a part of the conversation, you are already in our community. Your life will already be better. You're going to feel more connected from listening to these stories. So we're going to start with Meredith. Meredith Gerritsen is the founder of Hervana Collective, an online community of driven women. She also helps women scale their business through her work as a contract COO. That's the official bio, but the truth is Meredith is so much more, as we all are, than a job title. She is motivated by the challenge and change, armed with a passion for sharing knowledge to impact change, and she's dedicated to improving the lives of others, women in particular, to help them overcome the barriers they face to surpass their own expectations and achieve outstanding results. Here is Meredith's story. 
There is a subtle aggression to constant self-improvement. These words I heard from my counselor in January of 2020. I heard them, but I didn't know they'd take on a new meaning in the coming months. What I thought I they meant was that I didn't have to fix everything all at once, that I could accept myself as a flawed human being as everyone is and add those flaws to my roadmap of self-development that I had laid out for myself. I could tackle it in a month or maybe even next year. This is my biggest mindset shift from the past year. The news of the global pandemic started popping up in my world in weird and seemingly unrelated ways. The first I'd heard of a virus was in a news article about how the Dow had dropped a record-breaking amount in a day, all due to some virus somewhere. A couple weeks later, I was about to board an international flight and it briefly crossed my mind that travel was being restricted on the other side of the world and maybe, just maybe, there was a tiny likelihood that my return flight might look different. I got a cold on that vacation and boarding my return flight, I was a little more self-conscious about coughing and sneezing on the plane. I lied at the airport on the digital form about if I'd experienced any flu symptoms in the last seven days. It was a question that wasn't asked when I went through customs seven days prior. And judge me if you must, but this was early February when the West was still laughing at images of people wearing water jugs on their heads and no one knew, no one knew what was coming. During the initial self-isolation phase, I didn't get caught up in the baking trend or the new language trend. I thought I was smarter. I, I knew not to get caught up in these wild internet trends. By May, I was going a bit stir crazy and I coped by making lists and check marks on my calendar, noting the exercise I'd had each day, reviewing my step count. I signed up for Zoom exercise classes. I was started a journaling routine. I tried to journal every morning, had some prompts and, and was struggling, but doing it. I made sure to shower every day and I got dressed every day. I got up early and I ate breakfast every day. I was definitely not going to let the pandemic better of me or make me turn into a lazy, wear pajamas all day kind of person. That was not going to happen. At some point around September, I heard the words my counselor had said again. There is a subtle aggression to constant self-improvement. And it was different this time. I felt it. It was in the little things, the for my own good things. And I think that that was the day that my good girl complex finally died. Waking up at 7 a.m. was important and it was good for me when I needed to leave the house every day by 8. Hitting a step count is great for my health, but I am not unhealthy and I can skip a day when I'm just not feeling it. Journaling, it helps me to work through a problem or a feeling, but I do not need to aggressively force myself to work through every thought and every feeling on a regimented schedule. Eating healthy is great, but I can still have takeout. None of these things are the massive self-improvement that I thought about when I talking to my counselor in January and now when I've inspired moments I think I'm going to spend 10 days 10 minutes a day stretching for the next 30 days I stop and I ask myself why sure it's overall it's great for my health but what else is it addressing a particular issue do I have mobility problems that are impeding my health and my quality of life if not let it go I'm not saying that stretching or any other small life adjustment isn't worth doing it's just not my priority right now. There is a subtle aggression to constant self-improvement, feeling the need to be at my best when it's not my best time. This has been my, my biggest mindset shift and it's f set me free in 
a lot of different ways and it helps me to also enjoy some of those things like taking a walk and having a shower it it's not a chore it's not a must it's an enjoyable part of my day thank you meredith for that powerful mindset shift first isn't meredith so real i could fangirl on her all day really on on all these ladies Meredith shines a light though on something that's very important to talk about and isn't mentioned enough. The fact that constant self-improvement can actually be harmful if it's always feeding into, as opposed to healing and changing, if it's feeding into the belief that you're not enough, that you should be doing more, and that you can do better. Now, now, this is a very subtle nuance. The times where stretching would be good for you, where going for a walk is healthy, when you can do more with your life and you don't want to settle for more. Maybe even telling yourself that you should just be grateful for what you have, which is, to borrow Meredith's counselor phrase, subtly aggressive. There's a difference between that and the times and feeling that you are enough, that you are doing amazing, it's okay to not do all the things, and how you feel, who you're being, which is whole, worthy, and beautiful, that you are enough. This is such an important shift in awareness to have and one that I am very conscious in creating and especially leading a podcast and a community focused on personal growth. Truthfully, I'm even aware of it in my marketing now. I don't want you to ever join something I offer because you don't feel like you're good enough or like you're chasing this improvement and then the next improvement and then the next and you're never going to truly arrive. I want you to join because you know it will change your life for anything that I have. I want you to join because you're excited, because you know that you're worthy of support, because you know that support is going to serve you and you're ready to step into your higher self or best self. One of my biggest wishes for you listening and for all the women in our community and mastermind and for myself is that we can learn, that you can learn to distinguish those voices. You can learn to distinguish between that inner critic that tells you to do more, to be more, that you're not enough and your best self, your true self that tells you you're worthy of everything you desire, that you deserve to be supported, and that you're capable of learning and creating whatever dreams and goals you have in your life. Thank you so much, Meredith, for reminding us of this. It's not about constant self-improvement or development. Improvement and development, just like stretching and walking and growing in itself, isn't bad. But there's also, it's okay to step back. It's okay to ask why before we just feel that need to do the next thing. So this is your reminder. In this moment, right here, right now, you are enough. The next story you were going to share is from Megan, and I'm going to tell you it is a very powerful one. Megan is a working mom from Alberta, Canada, where she lives with her husband, Ryan, and her two kids, Elliot and Duncan. Megan is a lover of life at the lake and yoga. Sounds amazing. I want to join you. (laughs) Now be prepared with the story. If you've ever felt guilty for not thriving when it feels like you should be, if you have ever felt that you don't have it that bad, they don't deserve to be sad, that asking for help makes you a burden, this is for you. And I will warn you, this story, it brought me to tears, it gave me shivers, and it will probably do the same for you. This is Megan's story. Hello, my name is Megan and I live in Alberta, Canada with my family. Through my adult life, I've experienced significant anxiety, low self-esteem, lack of motivation, and I've been full of excuses. I wondered why I wasn't truly happy and why I could never find time for myself. I always had a reason that I wasn't doing what I wanted, even before kids, and I felt justified in feeling like that. I felt like my life was happening to me the way that it's supposed to happen. 
I had my first child, my daughter, in 2017. Through my maternity leave, which is a year long in Canada, I had postpartum anxiety. I gained a lot of weight and I just generally stopped taking care of myself. I thought it was normal pain and this is just what parenting is like. I told myself that all new moms have it tough and they do just fine. I believed that my pain would be a burden to someone else. Don't get me wrong, I had help with everything I needed. Me, my daughter, and my household, we were all taken care of. My husband and my family were there for support, but I didn't tell them about the emotional struggle that I was holding on to. Eventually, the baby phase ended, which I felt relieved about, and the days got easier, and I came out on the other side of it. I went back to work, and I felt like everything was okay. I started a new job, a job that I thought I liked for a great company and in an exciting new industry, but in hindsight, it was a mediocre 9-to-5 job where I was overworked, underpaid, and it was truly a very toxic environment. But I thought the struggle was normal. Now, sadly, I know that I'm not alone. These are situations that happen to incredible women and people everywhere. But what I want to clarify is that I'm painting this picture because through it all, I did not think I deserved anything better. The bar that I had set for myself, for the support that I deserved, and for how I let people treat me was painfully low. So in 2019, when I got pregnant with my son, I was filled with mixed emotions. I wanted my son. I wanted my family to grow. I was excited to go on maternity leave to get away from my toxic work environment, but I was terrified to go through the postpartum phase again. I didn't show my family my fears because I felt like I didn't deserve to feel sad. I didn't want anyone to think that I was anything but thrilled to be having another baby. In a vulnerable moment, I was talking to a friend of mine and shared that I was feeling anxious and that I didn't know what I actually wanted. She told me that my feelings were valid and she referred me to her therapist. I booked an appointment and went to see her. And within that first session, I found some clarity on how I felt about myself. The glaring word that came to my mind was unworthy. I felt my pain was normal. And in March of 2020, along with the rest of the planet, I entered a global pandemic. But my unique story is that I entered it with a brand new baby in my arms. I had previously decided that this time it was going to be different. I was going to put in the work to make sure I didn't fall into my postpartum anxiety again. I knew what to expect, so this time I was going to do more. I was going to do better. But with the lockdown curveballs, we didn't have childcare for our two-year-old. My husband actually had to go back to work because his job was deemed essential. I'm fortunate that my parents were home and they live with us through the summer, so I had help. And I couldn't have been more grateful for their participation and support during this period of time. But even with this help, I was still operating at my max capacity since I was already getting help. I didn't want to ask for additional help. I would only wait for offers of support. I still let myself believe that I didn't deserve extra help because I was already receiving too much. When I joined Golden Girls in summer of 2020, it felt great right away. It was a supportive, third-party, unbiased group of women that I could talk to about my struggles and my desires. Lisa and the community helped me to understand where I could make changes to get me where I wanted to be. Through several conversations, trainings, live groups, coaching sessions, I ended up starting out with a habit focus goal. I decided to start getting my fitness in daily before my kids wake up. I set a goal to start waking up at 5 a.m. to move my body every single day. Since my kids wake up at 7, this gave me two hours to myself before they wake up. This goal continues to be a work in progress, but I'm proud to say that I've successfully maintained my early morning workouts for the past seven months, and it's something I'll continue for the rest of my life. Of all the goals I set in my life, this goal is the first real commitment to myself that I have followed through on. As my goal started to feel more like a habit, I started to think about what my next goal was. I still wasn't admitting out loud that I knew what I truly needed, which was finding my value and finding my voice. My whole life, I've allowed myself to be disappointed first, and I've always felt so much guilt at the mere thought of disappointing someone else. Now I want to add something, and I don't want it to reflect negatively about my first goal, but it was still a safe goal. 
I didn't have to ask anyone for anything to achieve this goal. This doesn't make it less of a goal, but it stayed within my comfort zone because I was afraid that if I started to expand myself and what I'm willing to do to get what I truly want, it would start to infringe on someone else's comfort. What I realized at this point is that for me to grow and to find my voice and to get what I truly want for myself, it meant that I was going to have to show people in my life that I'm raising the bar. The bar that I had set for myself and how I allow myself to be supported and how I allow others to treat me. So the new goal that I set is to no longer allow myself to be uncomfortable just to make someone else feel comfortable. For me, it meant asking a family member to take my kids for a day so that I can paint my house. It meant forcing conversations when my husband and I disagree until we find a middle ground. It meant asking for the salary increase that I know I'm deserving of. It meant ending a toxic friendship that no longer served me. It meant revisiting uncomfortable encounters that left me feeling disrespected or undervalued by bringing it up to the other party and making sure they understand how they made me feel so that I can prevent it from happening again. I finally, at 33 years old, made the choice to speak up, to be seen, and to be understood because I know my value now and I know that I'm worthy. The best part of all of this is that almost all of the encounters I've had in pursuit of my new goal, I've been met with kindness and understanding because they already knew I was worthy of being understood. The only difference was how much I let them see. Isn't Megan's story incredible? There's so many insights that she shared that really resonated for me. The thought and the shift from my life is happening to me to my life is happening for me. Her thoughts and her feelings that, you know, all new moms struggle were sharing that what she felt she was a burden. My heart just aches because I know that right now there is someone else listening to this also thinking. And maybe that's you. Maybe you're thinking that you don't have it that bad or you don't deserve to feel sad. Someone else has it worse than you. Maybe you're worried that if you share your your story or you ask for help that you're going to be a burden on someone else and you don't want to do that. Or maybe you feel like you don't deserve anything better. I hope if that's you that you can listen to Megan's story and remember that your feelings are valid. And that if you're struggling, it's real and it's okay to share And even just that process of being honest and sharing where you're at and what's going on for you can be incredibly healing. Her story is such a powerful reminder that sometimes we are our own worst enemies and that you, my friend, you are worthy of getting support, help, and love. I know that I speak for everyone in our community when I say it is humbling to be a part of Megan's journey and we're amazed and in awe of her as we are of everyone in our community and everyone sharing their story on this episode. This is what our community is about, and Megan touched on it, and I think it's important to just bring that out. Unbiased support. That means that the women in our community don't have an investment. We don't care which way Megan, what Megan chooses to do with her career or her family or anything else, not more than we care about how she feels. And that really makes a difference when you have unbiased support, when you can get outside opinions And even just someone to witness you and validate and hear you and feel listened to, that can make all the difference. And as you can tell, that made all the difference for Megan. We are so grateful that we got to be a part of the love and positivity and uplifting for her. And Megan took that, she gets the credit for that because she took the action. She got honest with herself and with us. And this is why we do what we do. You know, support is so important as well. And also... I I can know I speak for myself and others in the community. It feels so good to be able to help others too. And I bet if you're listening as well, no matter what your struggles are, you've overcome things and you also have wisdom to share. You also have stories or examples or tips or tools or tricks that could help someone else too. And that's one of the magic parts about being in a community and being able to have these real conversations. I love that Megan called herself on her safe goal 
And once she felt good, she had some success under her belt with that goal, she was able to then claim the true goal, the real goal, the really scary one. And dang it, is it ever a good one. In case you missed it, Megan's goal is to no longer allow herself to be uncomfortable just so someone else can be uncomfortable. And if any of the story resonated for you, I encourage you to claim that goal as well. To not allow yourself to be uncomfortable just so someone else can be comfortable. And as you saw, as you heard, Megan was met with so much kindness and understanding because everyone else already knew she was worthy. And I bet you what you'll find too is that when you step into your authenticity, when you get the courage to get uncomfortable for a minute so that you can be comfortable, it can make a big difference. To Megan, we hear you. We hear your voice. You have found your voice and man, it is so powerful. I think the biggest takeaway, the thing that is so, so incredible is that Megan's found her worthiness. Her worthiness to speak up, to be seen, to be understood. She knows her value and she knows she's worthy. And everyone around her, we all knew she was worthy. Her family knew she was worthy. She's an incredible woman. But the best thing is that now she knows it too. Our next story is a little different, just as our community is so diverse. Dunya is a Leo Award-nominated TV host, artist, video journalist, filmmaker, photographer, and entrepreneur born and raised in Baghdad, Iraq. She's now based in Vancouver, BC, a mom to two wonderful, sweet little kiddos, and you're going to hear that she is a very multi-passionate, busy woman with a big to-do list. Sound familiar to anyone? I know I have my hand way up in the air here too. Dunya is a woman with a lot on her plate, and she knows and she learned that trying to do all the things is just not possible. As you listen to her story, I know you're going to find Dunya's energy contagious and her spirit vivacious. And what she created is a super cool project, all because she was able to focus, decide on one goal, and focus to make it happen. Here is Dunya's story. Hi, my name is Dunya Tozi, and I'm an artist, video journalist, filmmaker, photographer, and a mom to two little ones. I own a media company called Love 2 Media in Vancouver, Canada, and I'm also an artist, so I create coloring books. I'm hoping to expand to have my own line of products and stationery that feature my art. And as you can probably tell, I'm one of those people who have 10 million goals, and my to-do list is usually ever-growing. Uh, so I've always had trouble focusing on one thing at a time. So sometimes that led me to not achieving anything at all, just because I have too much on my plate. So. When I signed up for Lisa's Golden Girls community and took the workshops, that really helped me focus on one thing. So having one goal every 100 days is really achievable and measurable. And following the guidance and support from the community members, I was able to focus on the goal of publishing my first multilingual coloring book called Joy Around the World. And Joy Around the World is a book that features illustrations of the word joy in uh, 15 different languages. I don't think I would have been able to do this within 100 days without the help of Lisa and the community members because um, I was able to remain accountable to them because I announced it to the group, so I had to do it once I've announced it. And the group really cheered me on throughout the whole time, so their help was totally invaluable. And I used the same 100-day goal afterwards uh, to achieve my second goal, which is a second coloring book that's called Love Around the World that features the word love in 22 different languages. I managed to publish that before Valentine's Day. So I really think that the 100-day goal thing is so, so useful for those of us who have so many, so many things on our plate, so many things on our to-do list. And I'm really thankful to Lisa and the great community for helping me do this. 
Thank you. Doesn't Dunya make you feel like anything is possible? Her energy is so contagious. I know this story is now a little different. Dunya is a little more tactical in what she shares, and it's just as powerful. What help Dunya can also help you. Start. Start today by focusing on one goal for 100 days and commit to that thing. If you can't commit to it for 100 days, I'm just going to say it right here, right now, it's not a goal. As you can hear, Dunya has a lot on the go. So she picked the one thing she knew she wanted to make progress on, focus on it for 100 days, and now she's actually done it twice, launching two brilliant new coloring books. Something else you can do is get accountability. Tell someone else what you're doing. As soon as Dunya told us what we were doing, you better believe all the, not, I mean, not all the time, not annoyingly, but we were like, hey, Dunya, how's that coloring book coming along? How's it going? Is there anything we can help with? And as soon as you do that, as soon as you get accountability, as soon as you get support, you're way more likely to achieve the thing you said you were going to do. Also important is to surround yourself with positive support. And I kind of talked about this with Megan's story too, that unbiased support, people cheering you on. Because sometimes we all forget how awesome we are. Don't forget to go check out her beautiful coloring books. Dunya has two, one for the word joy and one for the word love. I've got all the links for you below in the show notes. Go check out what she's created and give her some love. Those are the stories, just a few of them, from Golden Girls Community. You can hear the diversity, the space for all of it, the successes, the messes, the vulnerable, the rule-breaking, the highs and the lows the doing and the slowing down. These stories are representative of real life and what it means to be human. It's not all perfect. It's not all uphill. And that's what it means to be in our community. From the bottom of my heart, thank you so much to Dunya for sharing. Thank you, Megan, for sharing your story and your heart. And Meredith, thank you for your honest talk. I know your story has changed your life today. Someone will hear this and it will be the aha moment, the clarity that wake-up call that nudges them to something different. If you're listening and this is you, please send us a message on Instagram or send us an email. We love hearing from you, and I know the brave women who shared their stories would love to hear from you too. Please go ahead, give them some support, give them some love. All their details are in the show notes. Go find them on social media. Go check out their websites. They're an amazing women in all that they do. So here we are, the time that I'm recording this, April 2021, the world is still really uncertain and for me, it feels like it's still hard from not being able to see family members to schools and businesses being shut down and a lot of unknowns. And it feels like in the rest of the world, no one's talking about it. When we talk about how our day's going, everyone's still just saying, oh my, I'm good, how are you? Except I'll say this, we are in our community. We are talking about this. You know, we still may not be able to travel, we may not be able to cross borders easily. Masks are the new normal and... While a lot of the world feels more alone and more isolated and lonely, and childcare is difficult and schools is challenging, We've, we're now in this 13-month ultra marathon with no definite finish line. Nobody that I know could honestly say that it hasn't been tough. What I love about this episode and their stories is that it shows that despite all the hard times, these women are still doing it. And when I say it, it's not just about doing more. They're finding joy. They're finding and creating success based on all different definitions. In some cases, they're doing less because that's okay too. Most of all, they're finding the voices. The voices within them, that their best self, their higher self, their authentic self, whatever you want to call that. They're having the courage to share that voice and becoming stronger, more resilient, and powerful. The best thing is that they are listening to their voices themselves. 
If you want more of this, if you want more focus and clarity on what's actually going to move the needle in your life, if you want support in those good times and the bad, if you want unbiased support, if you want people cheering for your success and reminding you of your magic in the lows, I mean, also, if you just want accountability to do what you're going to say you're going to do and you want the blend of inspiration and strategies and tools and a little woo and a little do, because that's what we're about, then Golden Girls Community is for you. It's been over a year since we opened up registration to our community. It's been a while. And registration is now open until Friday, April 9th at 11.59 Pacific Standard Time. And now, if it's okay with you, I'd love to take a moment and share with you an invitation and tell you a little bit more about Golden Girls Community. In our community, every month we have a focused topic. This month is burnout and how to avoid it. And I know I'm not the only one that needs to hear this. In the past, and you get access to all these trainings too, we've tackled prioritization, self-love, time management beyond the strategies, energy management, boundaries, and more. But it's important for me to tell you this, that the community is not just about knowing more and getting more information, more tools, more strategies. It's not just that because the information is out there. It's on a podcast. I mean, heck, it's on this podcast. We're 45 episodes in. I'm continuing to share stuff every week. It's on blogs. It's on YouTube channels. It's in courses and so many – Google. Go Google. You'll find anything you want on Google. This community is – and all of the offerings that we have are about integration and implementation. It's not about knowing something in your head. It's about being able to translate that to how you live your life, to how you share your voice, to how you get up in the morning, to how you navigate those uncomfortable situations and the challenging times. It's about transformation. Yeah, you you know, you don't need me to tell you that you should have boundaries, but have you set them and have you kept them? And yeah, of course you know burnout is bad, but do you know how to avoid it? And are you consciously doing things to be proactive and caring for yourself? The emphasis in our community is on learning one thing, focusing and implementing it into our lives. And it's also on connection, not just information, but connection. We meet twice a month for live virtual co-working days. You can bring your housework, your business work, your corporate work, kids, anything goes. And we do that every month. Once a month, we also do a mastermind call where you bring a question, a struggle, something you want feedback on, something you need to be heard on, ideas or inspiration you're looking for, and you get suggestions, feedback, and to be witnessed by your fellow community members. We just had one today and I've got to tell you, it's always incredible to see the synergy and the power that comes from mixing diverse women in a room that all just have really good hearts. We also, every month, do a friendly seat coaching. It used to be called hot seat coaching, but... uh, (laughs) The ladies told me they don't like that. So now we call it the warm, friendly seat coaching. And that's when two to three members every month get live coaching with me and I answer any questions you have. Let me tell you about Golden Girls Community. This is not just another course. This is not one more thing to listen to, another book to read. This is about real life connection. It's about coaching and getting support when you're stuck. And it's about integration of the things you are aware of in the personal growth space, but you're not doing. And getting awareness about these things that would be helpful for you, it's about having that and actually putting it into practice. We all know it's one thing to listen to a podcast, to read a book, to take a course, and it's entirely different to be supported along the way. Do I believe, honestly, that a book, a podcast, a course, a live stream, a social media post can change your life? Yes, I do. I really do. And I also know that it's not always enough. I know that life gets busy. I know it's easy to put everyone and everything in front of you, your growth, your rest, and your goals. 
This is why I created Golden Ghost Community. This is why it exists. This is why it thrives. It, because continuous support when you need it is the difference maker. We also do a lot of fun bonuses. We do virtual networking parties at least quarterly. We have 300-day goal cycles a year for extra support and cheerleading on the way to your goal. We bring in incredible experts, have giveaways, and a whole lot more. We, we love surprises, but I can't tell you all the things because otherwise then it wouldn't be a surprise, right? If you are listening at the beginning of April 2021, this is the first time we have opened this registration in almost a year and a half. We have a loyal, incredible community who comes and they stick around. And I spend, I love to spend, and I want my team to spend time focusing on supporting them instead of constantly launching. So basically what I'm saying is if you want to join, now is your chance. If you are listening at any time in the future, you can still go to the link and hop on the wait list. But if you're listening before Friday, April 9th, 2021, this is your time. You can join quarterly or you can join annual. And I will tell you, no matter when you are listening, this is the lowest price it's ever going to be. April 2021 pricing is $179 US per quarter or $599 annual. And if you're listening in the future, you will be able to get on the wait list. And we, while we do try and keep the price accessible, the price will be going up next time. Also, let me be clear about this. This is not a marketing strategy. I'm not saying this so that you feel like you need one more thing or that you get this crazy FOMO and the only reason you want to join is so that you can save money. That's not what this is about. I'm telling you that the price goes up because we continue to improve, to layer in value and service for each of our members and create time for us to spend together. And once you're in, that's the price that you pay, that you, that you pay when you join, you are legacied in. You will never pay anything more. This is also not a marketing strategy because I'm not about the FOMO. I'm not here to just l- l- give your inner critic any more am- ammunition. I'm going to say this right here, right now. If you're not interested in joining a community of supportive women and supporting them, making time for you and getting out of your own way, don't join. That's it. Don't join because the price is going to go up. The price isn't going up so that we can just have say this and hopefully you join. The price goes up because we continue to layer in value and service and love on you in our community. So if this sounds like something you're interested in, go on over to lisamishow.com forward slash community. And of course, we've got the link in the show notes. Go check that out. That's all I'm going to say. My friend, whether you join Golden Girls community or not, thank you for listening. To Megan and Dunya and Meredith, thank you for opening your hearts for letting us be a part of your journey and for sharing your stories. For all of you listening, I hope that this episode has inspired you in the hard times too. You are capable. You are so worthy. Thank you so much for listening. If something spoke to you, send me a message by sharing this episode and tagging me on social media. If you know someone who would love to hear this episode, please share it with them too. Because I love surprises, make sure you subscribe to the Golden Girls podcast today. It's the only way to find out about bonus surprise episodes and make sure you don't miss a single beat on your golden journey. Thanks again for listening and I will talk to you in the next episode of the Golden Girls podcast.